Hello, and welcome to episode 128. Oh my god. Of regular features. What a fuisson it oh, is to be here. What a number, eh? Like, I remember after Mario 64, I got really excited about 128 because surely everything was going to be twice as good as it was in the past, but it wasn't really. Yeah, that's the yeah. bits. It's, my God. Powers of two. It's in something. That's the, 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 oh uh, God, I've exponential. About maths. Yeah. I'm no, sorry, yeah. the maths we boys. were both, I think we're, me and Steve were both self consciously avoiding the powers of two things. Yeah. It's easy to revel in powers of two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not an interesting thing. It's my go to tactic for, um, for getting rid of an erection while in a gym shower scene. <laughs> what is going one, two, four, eight, 1632? <laughs> yes. I thought you meant ah. that I think it might also my, work as a tactic for getting rid, of, getting rid of other people's erections, Steve. <laughs> my tactic is to just masturbate myself to completion. I, I find that deflects it quite adequately. Quite adequate. It is quite a consistent technique. Well, I mean, I, I will say I get up into the, the, the tens and hundreds of thousands before I find it at all troubling to the point of losing an erection. <laughs> what, you're saying you fancy numbers up to 100,000 points? Yeah, I get harder and, and harder until... 100,000 points. <laughs> now these numbers are just silly yeah. now. I'm losing it. What have you guys been doing? How are you guys doing? My name well, is Steve Hogarty. That's my name. Hello, I Steve. I should say that. You don't you often introduce yourselves. Sometimes people just don't know. And I'm Steve Hogarty in a lower register. <laughs> that's I'm the... Steve Hogarty if he was sexy. Oh. I'm Steve Hogarty if he was a small boy. Oh, fuck Ooh, who's at the door? It's Goldilocks. <laughs> What's she going to make of these three Steve Hogartys? I'm the one in the middle. has been sleeping in my bed. But which of the Three Stevens, was it? Anyway, Fine, so don't fucking introduce yourselves then. I'm John Blythe. Would you both care to parody me a little bit, please? It'd make me feel like I was the centre of attention briefly. I'm John Blythe. <laughs> Bro, I own a pub. Oh, God, you guys, you, oh. know, Hot, you, know, you know how <laughs> to fucking... Oh, Oh, yeah. no one's expecting oh. a John Blythe roast. <laughs> Carry on. I, it's like I invited Steve into the cellar of the pub and then told him off for touching things. Oh, did I do that? What you did. You, what were you touching? Well, I picked a keg up above my head and slammed it onto the ground. He was like, Steve, don't do that. You'll damage the beer. You're not Donkey like, Kong. You're at the bottom. You have to be at the top of something to pretend to be Donkey Kong. Beer's a liquid. You can't damage it, look. <laughs> if you can bruise... A pear. <laughs> yes, you can bruise a pear. You wouldn't bruise a pear. I've got a piracy advert running in my head now. <laughs> you wouldn't bruise a woman, and yet you would bruise Log's feelings by bashing his kegs about. Yeah, oh, he fucking got awfully precious about beer now that he runs a pub. Sorry, some things are worth more than money. <laughs> and that's why I refuse to sell any of my beer. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm Matt Lees. Definitely is. Should we do a podcast? Yeah. Regular features. Right, well, there are a couple of twists and turns in this feature, but don't worry, it's not the sort of like, and then, uh, as you may have seen in the past. You won't believe what happened next. <laughs> you won't believe number eight. It's a real doozy. Go on, click and look at all of my images. It had me in tears. Were you dead all along? I was dead all along. That was the, the twist. Is this 1832? Are we all... Sorry, I don't care. that? It doesn't really matter, does it? There's enough of them. It's one of them. Sounds good. <laughs> a film in which it was 1832 all along, and no one knew. And they've been flying around in helicopters all the time. <laughs> well, you wouldn't guess yeah. if you were in a helicopter. Exactly. Yeah, true. Yeah. They're very modern things. 
Anyway, I was on the London Underground last week, um, and I don't know about you guys, but I often find myself writing features on the London Underground. Mm, yes. Like, I write one on the Nottingham Tram. It's a lovely service that takes you to Hucknall and back. All right, Captain Local, plug in your wares. Provincial twat. I can't... <laughs> Basically, I, I was trying to remember the exact time when it was that I kind of felt shame for doing that. Because I, I felt in the past, I remember when I first started doing it, you do feel a bit uneasy sometimes when you're sitting on your phone typing things out, especially because the content is podcast. Mm. For those of you who don't listen very often, it can be quite blue at times. Now I've got to the point where I just happily sit and just write stuff and I just don't even think about it. And occasionally go, oh... I wonder if people are watching me do this, that they might be like, what the fuck is he doing? I can very much empathise with this, because my feature that I was going to write on the way here today was based on a YouTube video I watched today about Hitler being on loads of drugs throughout his life. And I was, thinking, I was going to write loads of sketches of, I wonder what Hitler would be like on acid, or what Hitler would be like on amphetamines. So that was that was going to be my thing. But I, I just, Chasing but, but writing the phrase Hitler on crystal meth at the beginning of a document <laughs> makes you feel really self-conscious about what you write next. <laughs> That's why you should use code language and it'll be like Himmler. Hitler on mistral peth. <laughs> yes. And then they wouldn't know what you're writing about. <laughs> when, I gave, when I gave you the script to read, you'd all go, what the fuck have you written? <laughs> well, I, I hope that you actually do that because that sounds great. But um, yeah, it's a little foreshadowing for maybe next week's feature. <laughs> but anyway, I was just shocked on the tube to find myself sitting next to somebody on a Saturday morning who actually I thought, wow, like this is actually it outdid anything I've ever done in terms of somebody writing something on their phone. And mm. I was just sitting there reading it, trying to work out what it was. And I was there for about two or three minutes, just kind of trying to be subtly looking at what they were doing. And at first, my immediate reaction was, oh, my God, they're doing that. They're, oh, my God, they're doing that. And I was like, no, they can't be. They're not doing that. You're just imagining it. It what must be doing? something else. So I, I kept to find it. out. And after about three or four minutes, I clocked and I thought, yeah, this is definitely what was happening was the Fifth girl Jane's next to me. fan fiction. No, no, no. The girl sitting next to me on the tube was writing Sonic the Hedgehog fanfic. Oh, for fuck's No. Sake. Yes. I'm not joking. I couldn't believe it. That's I was incredible. Way, way to have a feature drop in your lap. Yeah. I, I just couldn't believe it. And I was actually really gutted. The only thing that was bad is she got off the tube, like, quite quickly. And I was like, Massive oh. puddle on her seat. I just thought, oh, I really wanted to read more of it. Because she just got to the point where it said Sonic threw Teresa onto the bed. And I was like, it's hot enough. And then I didn't get to see where it went next. Who's Teresa? She is. Well, this is the thing. This is where it it led me on a bit of a thing. Because I thought, well, I want to find this, right? She's introducing new characters. That's what I thought. So I started Googling Sonic and Teresa. I thought, maybe it's the series. Maybe I'm going to find some of this girl's actual fanfic. Oh, Mother Mother Teresa. Teresa Teresa May. So we both said Mother Teresa at the same time. You can't just back out of that by saying Theresa May. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say Theresa May at the same time as well. <laughs> See how, how long we can get so, the Theresa Jinx the chain, chain, chain multiplier. <laughs> yeah. You failed at the first hurdle there, number one. But um, yeah, so I couldn't find it. But then I did discover that Theresa is was a character within Sonic the Hedgehog, but not exactly because I found a website which was called Sonic Wikia basically just a wiki about Sonic characters. But I realised that a lot of these characters... I'm familiar with it. (laughs) A lot of these characters weren't really, as far as I could tell, like legitimate characters. They weren't canon. Yes, Um, canon is the word. Um, And I was actually at one point thinking of of borrowing the... And I asked for permission from BitSocket to do something on the variation of Is It Canon from the BitSocket podcast. The BitSocket podcast. There we are. That's a proper plug. You should listen to it because it's a, a podcast about video games and it has a bit in it 
They have lots of little oh, features. Oh, it's a feature within They the have thing. regular features on it. Oh, like, fucking plunderous bastards. I know, right? But one of their regular <laughs> features is Is It Canon? In which they talk about like, um, like Star Fox, or one of them was, in fact, Sonic. And they just basically read out things that have happened in the stories and they have to work mm. out whether or not it is canon. But it's just two Scottish guys having a whale of a time doing it and it just makes me laugh very loudly. They are life. extraordinarily nice it's people as well. so funny. I'd highly recommend it. Anyway... I was trying to find out about Teresa because I thought maybe this is a character that's used in lots of fan fiction and I was trying to find my way back to this specific writer who I was sat next Just to. some fucking fan fiction cum dumpster <laughs> for Sonic. <laughs> but unfortunately, that, that thing, I, I ran out of leads quite quickly because it, I had this picture of Teresa and you could, you could look at it and it's just really badly drawn, like yellow female Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was like... Mm, this doesn't look terribly legit to begin with, but there's shitloads of these characters within the Sonic universe have all been made up by people for the purposes of writing fan fiction. A lot of it very innocuous fan fiction. Mm. Also, if you're writing fan fiction, are you allowed as a low-level fan fiction writer, as your first Sonic fan fiction, would people frown on you if you added to this Well, fake I'm glad you're canon. asking these questions oh, yeah, because yeah. I actually know quite a lot about it. Now. You say that, I used, looking at it. I used the term gum dumpster as a general neutral term. That wasn't <laughs> that wasn't hate crime against women. Of course. That was no, I, I, I would be privileged if someone comes to say, Hoy, you are a massive bukkake sod and cum dumpster. <laughs> I'd go, I wish. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish. I appreciate the compliment, but I don't I don't deserve it. <laughs> yes. But anyway, this Teresa sounds like some sort of bitch whore. Well, actually, a weird thing I found whilst looking through lots of Sonic Hedgehog fan fiction is you have people... There was one thing. The most of this fan fiction story was the lyrics to a song, and then they made it very clear at the top and bottom of the little story. I do not own the lyrics to this song. This is a song from a film called Cats Can Dance or something. <laughs> <laughs> I do not own this Believe song. Believe me, Cats Can Dance. <laughs> You've got to know this. <laughs> then it says... I, some shit. Some of them say, I do not not own the rights to this or that but they say I do own full rights to this character so it's basically people have invented their own hedgehog characters or yeah. own characters within that they've put into the Sonic universe but then they retain ownership of that character it's really quite well, odd. in case Sega introduced some dumpster <laughs> hedgehog no I think <laughs> it's, it's like how dare they? that's mine I think it's the equivalent of like um, so that if you have your like if I made like Steve the hedgehog who is like a naive lovely hedgehog no, I like where this is going not do anything naughty and then somebody else decided <laughs> to start writing fanfic including Steve the Hedgehog where he was having all sorts of naughty fun I'd be like hey what are you doing with my character yeah, infringing on Steve's yeah. naivety I think it's more that the people you kind of get a sense of the reason people do these things is because they find some sort of real affinity and importance with these characters and then they actually like find the idea of somebody doing things with a character they don't like kind of hurtful either that or they just describe themselves with quills <laughs> that's true as well aren't like, all writers <laughs> describing themselves with quills oh quills like pen yes like the feather version of a pen <laughs> <laughs> but isn't they don't realise the irony in the fact they are using the Sonic IP that's kind of what I thought I thought also because of the fact there are so many fucking characters already within the Sonic universe the fact that these guys have chosen to make so many new hedgehogs and and things I was like guys this is Really, really quite pointless. But anyway, Teresa led me to a thing. It said on the on the wiki, she was featured in, and she was only featured in three things, and I thought they might be fan fiction stories, so I looked up one of them, and one of them was uh, Sonic Adventures in Dishonored, and I was like, that sounds like an odd thing, mm. and I found it. <laughs> what? Is, we're talking about the... Well, this is the thing. I the found game it. Dishonored. Yes. 
And I found it. There's this guy, and I, th- I think he must be. It's a stealth gun. The last thing you want is fucking hedgehogs blaring yeah, around the place. The sounds he makes when he's charging up. <laughs> yeah, the, the sound of a hedgehog ejecting a ring. I'm not, the last <laughs> that would alert a guard. Teresa's often ejecting a ring. I, I imagine prolapsing. <laughs> Teresa is fucking smashing a gallon of spunk. The <laughs> well, the most surprising, you know, Teresa is actually pregnant. She's <laughs> a pregnant hedgehog. Hedgehogs can't get pregnant, not even that's in the real how, world. That's not how they work. <laughs> when I discovered what Sonic's Adventures in Dishonored was, it was actually one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And I resisted the temptation to tweet about it because I didn't want to spoil this podcast. But what somebody had done was they'd just taken somebody else's playthrough of Dishonored from YouTube and then at, <laughs> certain, at certain bits in the story... The, the video would just stop and it would just have like a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog and some words written on it. And they, but basically what they were doing was they were injecting Sonic the Hedgehog and some of Sonic's friends into the story of Dishonored. Wow. At the very start of Dishonored, it has the, the Emperor saying, Corvo, give me the key. And then it would stop and have a picture of Sonic saying, yeah, Corvo, give her the key. Do what she says, Corvo. What's wrong with you, man? I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. And then having this bit where it's like, what's that on the roof? And it stops and it's like Sonic Hedgehog saying... It's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. saying, oh, Corvo, assassins, we've got to stop them. And then just having this bit where it's like, it creates this character to raise us also there. So when Corvo goes to meet the, the Empress at the start of Dishonored, it then has this bit, this dialogue between Sonic and this other character to raise as if she's there as well. And I looked at this guy's got a YouTube channel and it's, he's just done this with loads of oh games. God. Just putting Sonic the Hedgehog and his, and his made-up friend that he's invented into loads of video games. And it's really... I would say I've got a lot of time for this, but I'm imagining it's not as funny as I want it to be. It's not funny. <laughs> it's a question that I should say for the end of the feature, but what is it about Sonic that attracts? Because <laughs> he, more than any, any yes. other... Video game character does attract a lot of this kind of fan Yeah, fiction. well, the thing about it was crazy was there was so much of these videos, and I've looked at other ones, there were some with the, the Jack and Daxter series, so much of the videos are just gameplay for like 20 minutes and then having Sonic appear for like two seconds. Anyway, that annoyed me because I couldn't find this, this fanfic I was looking for, but I thought it was so weird and strange that I thought I might as well share that with you anyway. Um, but now I actually get onto my actual feature. Oh, okay. Not awesome. I mean, can you describe Teresa's personality, by the way? Because she, well, she, Steve, we know Steve is naive. What colour is Teresa? Is she yellow? A yellow she's hedgehog. A yellow, yeah. okay. She's a yellow hedgehog. I would advise you to look at the. If you type in Sonic the Hedgehog and Teresa, then you will find the page. It's Teresa T E R E S A. This is quite harmless. That's the thing I noticed about Sonic the Hedgehog fanfic was there was a real blend. It was harmless when if it was a forty-seven. 47 years. I was trying to think of an offensive age then, and I realised I was saying my own age. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Too old like me? Oh shit. <laughs> but there is, there's a real mix of like sexy fanfic and then just really harmless stuff. A lot of it's about pregnancy. A lot of it's about characters getting pregnant. Mm, like Sonic getting enough pregnant. enough time on the internet. I've seen so many drawings of Sonic being pregnant. So what I thought I'd do <laughs> is I thought what I'd do is I've, I've gone through and I've read a bunch of Sonic Hedgehog fanfic. And what I'll do is I'll read you the first bit and then you've got to decide whether or not you think it's sexy fanfic or not. Oh, okay. okay. So Normally with sexy game. fanfics you can tell because they start saying Sonic had never had a spoon <laughs> up his ass before. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't think he'd like it. But as but it two pages out, later, he's got a spoon right up there. <laughs> right up, all of his orifices. <laughs> okay, so I'll start off. 
It was an early summer morning and a very specific black and red hedgehog named Shadow was sitting at a picnic table at the beach. The wind... <laughs> His yeah. name would make him specific enough. Some of the writing on these are amazing <laughs> because they just like really go out of their way to use like odd terms, like different... I can't remember if it's in here, but there's one bit where it's like, a cobalt-coloured hedgehog. <laughs> it's just oh, like, wow. they're just looking for other ways to say blue. Yeah. Uh, and some of them, a lot of them, read like they've been written by Alan Partridge. So that's not just my delivery, just so you know. Anyway, the wind drifted through his fur and spines softly. He jumped as there was a blue blur, followed by a mad rush of wind. What do you reckon? He just queefed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds quite innocuous. I can't imagine how that would turn into sex. What do you reckon, Log? How much more have we got? I think I think there's time for this to get. Oh, sexy. Yeah. No, no, no. This is all you get. You get the first bit, and then I jump it's into the wind. a bit, which is either sexy or non-sexy. Well, the, well, the wind going through his fur and spines is sounding kind of sensual. It's giving you. It's it's painting an image of of his skin and his and his I, and his. I think the wind is rushing it's... through his quills like having the same effect as like a, playing him like a harmonica. Yeah, and I think nothing, no one oh. is a harmonica and doesn't. I think to fuck. He don't get fucked. Yeah? Yeah, he okay. don't get fucked by Sonic. Okay, well, this is, this is an excerpt for later in this fanfic. In the deep, dark depths of his mind, he also imagined Sonic on a bed with satin sheets, completely nude. He smacked himself for picturing <laughs> such a thing, but the thought of it was just so... Intriguing? <laughs> no. Sexual, yes. <laughs> but there was a better way to think of it. It was more... Beautiful. He felt a certain spot down below getting jacked up and hard. <laughs> a certain spot. Certain. <laughs> I love the writing. The thing around. is, Sonic is naked anyway. He doesn't wear any clothes. I know, right? Uh, yeah. I felt something I stirring in my loins. I draw a bandana on him when I draw him, just to give him a little bit of dignity. I've got um, to say, like when you sit and read Sonic the Hedgehog fanfic, I'd never go to Sonic the Hedgehog fanfic as a way of getting myself aroused, but... I did get a little bit, like, a bit of a spooky after, like, about an hour <laughs> of reading no, that, sexy fanfare. Genuinely, you could give me a bit of a stirring on the old loins there. Yeah, so, so they, as far as the uh, sexual content goes, I'm all no. for this. I'm in fully in favour of <laughs> just, uh, I just want to say that for everyone at home. Full-blown sex. Everyone at home or on a bus. If, you, if you're getting a bit spooked. Don't worry, we, okay. are, we are too. We are too. Everyone is. It's normal. I don't even fancy him. I wish I did. Yeah. Well, I don't fancy Sonic the Hedgehog either. I thought that would be. I thought I made that clear. I definitely. Um, I think as a as a as a prepubescent child, I had a crush on him. Did you? And in in the cartoon, I thought he's cool. Oh, I like him. That's really adorable. I like that. Then I grew out of that, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) didn't proceed to write fan fiction about it. Yeah, yeah, so maybe, maybe I can I can I can empathise with some of these. Well, this is the thing. The thing that I find fascinating about this is that the girl who was sitting next to me on the tube, like she looked just completely normal. I, I mean, I don't know what somebody who writes Sonic the Hedgehog fanfic would look like, but I would not have thought that at all, unless she's like working for a rival I'm, comedy podcast and she was writing a script. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's, I'd, like to, give it I'd like to see a series of posters saying this is what a Sonic Fiction fan <laughs> writer looks like. Yeah. And this is just normal people. Yeah. An, I'm, old, I'm, an old woman with shopping bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not helping stereotypes. Businessman in a suit and tie. Really, I've just got to stop being judgmental. <laughs> anyway, here's the second one. See if you can guess. Sonic smiled knowingly as he entered the living room. There, he was greeted by the sight of a two-tailed fox tinkering with what looked like a partially dismantled toaster. The tails, it's tails. This is what I mentioned earlier, actually. The cobalt hedgehog chuckled. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't the first time he'd walked on his little bro taking apart some defenceless household appliance, and it certainly wouldn't be the last. Oh, he's going to fuck tails. (laughs) 
He's got a jam tail, one of his tails in each slot of the toaster. You sound yeah. so disappointed by that. Uh, yeah. It's, it's too obvious, to be honest. Yeah, I want an invented yellow hog. I do hope it answers the question as to whether tails has one arsehole underneath two tails or an, an arsehole under each. Under both, under each tail, two arseholes under each tail. No, four, that makes four arseholes. Stop it, you're multiplying. <laughs> oh my god, it's really out of control. control. It's only 128, 256, 512 arseholes. <laughs> soon you'll lose your erection. <laughs> but I'm sustaining it by imagining that number of arseholes exploding in front of me. <laughs> How to make any number sexy is by just imagining that number of arseholes. <laughs> Oh, I think after a while you wouldn't be able to even be able to tell what they are. No, it would be you like stop, a toad's skin. Well you stop being able to imagine them in a wall of arseholes and you start have to imagine them in a deep cube of arseholes and that's when it stops being oh, sexy. It's like it's like the end of fucking Interstellar, isn't it? Except instead of a girl's bedroom, Tails' arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> swimming through Tails' arseholes in four dimensions. Um sorry Matt. Um, <laughs> it's fine, don't apologize for that. that I reckon to to answer the question, is this gonna go sexy or not? Yeah. This might be a red herring, actually. Yeah? What do you reckon, Log? Hang on, is this a, are we on the second story now? The second story, yeah. Oh, I just thought it was one ongoing no, piece no, of no. literature. There's, there's each separate. I think I've got five in total, and they're all they're all separate. From part, this is the second one. Do you think it goes sexy or not? I'm, Sonic's I'm walked gonna, in on tails. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go sexy, just because... Go sexy. Hang on, he walked in knowingly. Yeah, Sonic I think smiled go, knowingly Sonic as he entered the living room. Yeah, oh. I think he's going to go sexy. You think knowingly okay. is a is a cocky sexy thing so yes thing, yeah. do a fuck as it turns out this one did not turn sexy yes um, but at the end it had a, it had a like a note at the end it had a bunch of notes about things like <laughs> just about, I would have turned this one sexy yeah well this is what I liked I mean I just thought this was just pure partridge but this was part of the thing at the end if you hadn't noticed, I made it so Tails has a special connection with Flickies, which isn't technically canon to the main series. But I always thought that it was a very plausible theory, especially considering the fact that Flickies are present in Tails' super form. And if you're wondering, yes, Super Tails will be making multiple appearances in my later works. I have a fucking clue what that means. There's wow. so many layers of internal logic there that have to make sense to them. I'm sure, what the fuck are Flickies? Flickies are... I, I don't know, know Ka- why I know Garden. I, I, I understand that. Flickies are little birds that you come in the little machines that Sonic jumps on. Oh. Because you had to get them to follow you in Sonic 3D, which is a How fucking shit game. How could you possibly yeah. fuck them? <laughs> well, obviously not. I mean, somebody's probably written about that, but I haven't. Ooh, Tails can do better. Number three. <laughs> Every fight puts a serious toll on the blue hedgehog, but this fight will have a much bigger burden. This fight is different. This fight, he can't win. Mm, what do you reckon? This sounds Lying. very focused on a fight. Lying on the floor. Sometimes love can be like a he fight, re- though, can't it, Steve? Mm. He realised that his usual combat skills were no use to him. He had one way out of this, an increasingly stiff way out, that he knew <laughs> he had to work hard to a formidable erection. I think... Cobalt erection. <laughs> this fight is actually a metaphor for sexing between him and Dr. Robotnik. Oh no, no! This is actually repeated fight. efforts to bounce off his head was just like, for God's sake, won't you rim me? I'll rim me, you yeah. fucking fat fuck! So, something I loved in my brief, my brief foray into uh, Sonic Hedgehog fanfic. Robotnik is... doesn't feature much in it, does he? Well, no, he doesn't. I mean, I don't know why I know that. Also, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I've got this pie chart saying this <laughs> live updating screens in my room. 
Uh, a lot of the fanfic is not finished. A lot of it just starts and then doesn't really go anywhere and just has been uploaded anyways and unfinished. And a lot of it is just really like over very quickly. It's just like a one-page story where nothing really happens. This was one. After that dramatic introduction to the fight, the fight happened about a paragraph later and it ended very quickly. And this, this is the script for... The ending, I'm just going to read to you because it's fucking amazing. Eggman says, I've finally done it. I've killed Sonic the Hedgehog. And then Amy says, Sonic! Tails says, Sonic! Blaze says, Sonic! <laughs> and then Cream says, Mr. Sonic! <coughs> and then Shadow and Rouge just stared in shock, not saying a word, it says. And then Eggman says, You are no use to me now. Robots throw out the late Sonic's friends. The group were too shocked to fight back. The army of robots pushed Sonic's friends out into the pouring rain, at which point Cream says, even the sky is crying. Hang on, but they're not even crying. And then it says, little did they know, Sonic the Hedgehog was not yet dead. Ah, yes! And that was the end of the story, but it was like, the story was about 200 words in total. Anyway, number four. (laughs) Two hedgehogs, pink and blue, were walking down the sidewalk in the beautiful night sky, returning from an evening at the movies. Is this, is it, hang on, is it, are we certain this is in the Sonic universe? <laughs> or this could just be actual hedgehogs? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was still on the Sonic the Hedgehog fanfic site. Um, okay. So, I'm pretty sure, yes. Well, these hedgehogs are going to fuck. You think the hedgehogs are going to fuck? Walking around like that. They've got no intentions to fuck at all. I think they're two young, probably illegally young hedgehogs who just... I've watched a movie. Also, I, I think it's like Steve's probably as Sonic tongued Amy. <laughs> he gave her breasts the attention that they deserved, <laughs> groping them harshly and squeezing the nipples. I love that. Har- they deserved harsh attention. That's, that's that the attention good, that yeah. all breasts deserve. Oh, the intro to that is really that's, that's good writing. No, because he said a pink and a blue pink hedgehog and a blue hedgehog. hedgehog's blue. He didn't pink. try to come, come up with a clever word for pink or fucking clever word for blue. He said, pink and blue hedgehogs. Kind of no, clever he said two hedgehogs, pink and blue, which is a nice way of putting it as well. That's, yeah, again, that's better than how I just phrased it. And I knew the pink one is Amy and the blue one is Sonic. Yeah. If he'd said yellow, I'd know that was Teresa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give, give your readers a little bit of credit and they can follow you along at their own pace. And this is the last one. The last one. A squirrel maid named Rosie was then walking around the Acorn Kingdom. She then began to think of Sir Charles Hedgehog. And for those who don't know... Sir Charles Hedgehog, I think, is Sonic the Hedgehog's father. And I think that might actually be canon. I think that might actually have been in Sonic the Comics. He might have appeared in uh, in the cartoon, I think. Yeah. So that, how do you think that one goes? Mm. Fuck them. They're going to fuck. They're all, they have to fuck. Acorns. I, I don't want to live in she's a gonna, world where these people don't fuck. I think she's going to finger individual acorns into Sonic's arse. <laughs> I reckon pine cones. I reckon they're going to work their way up to pine cones. And then spring's going to spring, the pine cones going to inflate, and then he's going to shit himself inside out. Well, you're kind of right in that it does get a bit sexy. And I thought for this one, because I started reading it, this is a big chunk of it, but when I was reading it at home today, I was reading it in Log's voice, and it was just making me laugh a lot. So I thought I'd just get Log, I'd just get you to read this out. Okay, pass it to me. Just starts here. While moaning, Rosie then touched Charles' member by mistake. It made him moaned more. They soon broke the kiss. Maybe we should, could continue this in the bedroom, says Charles as he smoked. Oh, yes, please, yelled, stroke, pleaded Rosie. (laughs) Yelled, stroke, pleaded. (laughs) He He then carried her to his bedroom. Bridal style, 
<laughs> he, then, he then placed her on his bed. He soon went on top, on top of her and made out again. He soon went lower while licking her. She soon moaned. He soon went between her legs. Soon. And so now, much soon. I know. It's weird. Is that he quickly, does he mean quickly instead of soon? Yeah. Sometimes but, it's quickly, sometimes it's soon. And without warning, he went in. She soon gasped and moaned at the feeling with his mouth and his moustache. <laughs> well, this is robotic. No, oh, this is no, it's, uh, it's Charles. It's, it's, it's oh, Sonic's dad. Sonic's dad, dad, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic's dad. She soon grabbed him by shoulders, which caused him to stop. She soon flipped him with her on top. She then went lower to Charles's member. She soon licked it, which caused it to get hardened. She then put it in her mouth. She then bopped up and down. Charles moaned at the feeling. She soon went on top of him. She then sat on his member. He then grabbed her and went rough. Charles harder, moaned Rosie. He then did so and slapped her ass. She moaned at that. They began saying their names to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is my favourite bit of the sex act. We just repeatedly just shout the name of the person. (laughs) Are we ready for this bit now? We've reached the point. So if they they said each other's names to each other, but they began a long process of repeating each other's (laughs) names to each other. Rosie, Rosie, Charles, Rosie, Charles, Rosie, Charles. They soon came and screamed. She soon lied next to him. They began catching their breaths. You really are a genius, said Rosie. Yes, I am, said Charles. <laughs> Modest. I, just... I think I think that writer empathised more with the Charles character than the Rosie character. It's possible, isn't it? I think my favourite bit was... Um... She then put it in her mouth. She then bopped up and down. Oh, bopped. bopped. I said, what did I say? No, you said bopped. Oh, God, I can't remember. I just, I just enjoyed it so much that I just thought, I just, oh, I love. Can you put it in your mouth and then just bop, yeah. bop, Can bop, you bop, 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 bopping up and down? Just bop up and down a bit, yeah? <laughs> just bop, you know? A bit of bopping. <laughs> so that's the, end of the, that's the end of my feature about Sonic the Hedgehog. Hope that didn't take too long. Well, you have still got time for your features, right? No, no. because it's fucking... 73, oh, 12. 12, 12, into the podcast, oh, great, no. brilliant, you've taken up all the time of the podcast, oh. I had spent days writing what I think, I'm being a little bit I've immodest got, here, but maybe the best feature that I've ever fucking done. I've got all these sheaves of scripts about Hitler on different kinds of drugs, and I've got loads of stories from people in my pub being so creepy enough, which incredibly had a tie-in. In which one customer asked me to download a video called Nazi Love Camp 27. All stuff that sounds, I'm sure, intriguing, but you'll never find about now. This is your bullshit Sonic feature. I'm sorry, I knew I knew I shouldn't have gone down that fanfic hole. If only you'd done it on an episode where we hadn't prepared features. Oh. Then we could take some solace in the fact that you'd saved us. But no. 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 Nothing but <laughs> resentment, Matt. Oh, and well, in the words of Cher, if I could turn back time... I'd I'd do that. I could turn back time. <laughs> yes. I, I wouldn't do anything for love. If I could turn I back time, do that. I wouldn't step on a butterfly. That's what that was a song, yeah. It's a good song. But yeah, I can't turn back time, so we're just going to have to live with it. It's been a Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Gypsies, Tramps and Thieves. <laughs> what? It's what? another song. Do I share? No. no. <laughs> I hate this Turner. Hateful song. <laughs> it's a good um, song, though. It's a good song. Check it out. Thank Try you out. for listening. To the Ragolofages podcast.
By the time you listen to this, I, our live show may be sold out, but there may be still a couple of tickets left. It's very unlikely. It will be sold out, because we only had five tickets might left today. Be. There might be. Yeah, but this podcast's not going out for two weeks, we've only got five tickets as of this morning. Yes, well, that'll teach you not to be a Patreon, because they went to the Patreons, the people who supported us, we support them. And if you don't support us, we won't support you. Get out of our podcast. We told the Patreons about our live show first, and said, first back at the old I tickets. I prefer an incoherent the... <laughs> angle, Steve. <laughs> Steve, yeah, Log's angle was a little bit more rambling and difficult <laughs> to follow. So, well, I like it. We are going to be at the Canal Cafe Theatre on March the 28th. Uh, you can find that by that show at the Canal Cafe Theatre website. But uh, by the time you hear this, it's probably sold out, as Matt yeah. says. We didn't really clock the fact that early access to tickets for live shows would increasingly mean they all just sell out before mm. anyone gets them. It's not a huge venue. Uh, it isn't. But uh, we'll be doing more live shows in the future. Mm-hmm. So, so. We'll let you know about those. When we let you know about them first, if you support us on Patreon.com. So if you like the podcast, go to Patreon.com forward slash regular features and you can donate as much or as little as you like per episode. Or if you prefer the one-off kind of guy person thing, you could maybe just buy a video game from greenmangame.com slash regular features and just click on our faces and then go and buy things normally like you normally would. Won't cost you any more, but it will give us a little bit of a percentage of the takings. I can't do this in a normal voice. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) We've also got subreddit now on reddit.com. That's actually really good. You share that out. It is, yeah. Just Just loads of people chatting about stuff in the podcast. And because we've done so much pointless chatting already on this podcast, as you may have noticed. I fucking love Nerdpony and his video of and Chianti. Yes. Brilliant. It's just like good videos, lots of people chatting about old features. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff that we've mentioned in the past that's come back and is relevant and people just talk about it. It's good. It's good stuff. Check it out. That's, I think when we're all looking at it and we're like commenting on stuff and we're getting involved with the subreddit. It's I'm good, reading it at the very least. I, I, lost, <laughs> I lost my old user login, so I'm Fruity Chunks on it now. There you go. That's a, Look out for it's, Fruity it's Chunks on the website. That's me Reddit. verifying myself. Ask me anything. <laughs> it's doing ask me. I am Fruity Chunks. Ask me anything. That's it. That's all the things that it's we have podcast. to say at the end of, of the podcast now. Keep Sandra happy. Sorry I filled up the podcast, guys. I won't do it again. Yeah. Right. See you guys next week. Good day to you. Bye. Get out of my flat. All right. Bye. Bye. I love you. Regular features. We are best friends. But you wouldn't know because you've no friends.